The Solid 7 Podcast is a proud affiliate of GORUCK. GORUCK designs and builds the toughest gear on the planet, tested and proven at thousands of GORUCK events held all over the world and led by current and former Special Forces combat veterans. The GORUCK brand stands for Building Better Americans, the Special Forces Way of Life, and a life-or-death approach to building the world's toughest gear. Visit Solid7Podcast.com and click on the GORUCK link to learn more about their gear and events, and a portion of every purchase and every event registration you make will go to support us here at the Solid 7 Podcast. Well, hello, world, and welcome back to Solid 7 Podcast, a better-than-average podcast, if I do say so myself, and I do. I am, of course, your humble, though not very talented, host, Kale, and am happy to welcome back to the podcast this week the one and only, our resident professor, Rebecca Strangarity. Hey! Live and in the studio. In the studio. Like in person, like I'm looking at you. I know, in the flesh. It's pretty It's pretty amazing, I'm not going to lie. The sound quality yeah. in my ears right now, it's beautiful. Yeah. So not only am I looking as is I'm looking at you, Patreon is looking at you as they tune in live. Hello, Patreon. Just one of the many perks afforded to our Patreon supporters. So, uh, well, we have all kinds of things to talk about. We have a big list. But we know, first things first, we are, of course, as always, fueled. We can, like, cheers properly in person uh, tonight with our Jocko Goes because we are, of course, as always, Fueled by Chocolate Girl on the Sunset Podcast. Becca crap, cracking open a, uh, a a room temperature whoop assault watermelon by request. By request. And uh, I'm I'm right back to my afterburner orange. It's a good one. Orange uh, is good. I just love the watermelon. Sat down and uh, watched Top Gun Maverick in my limited amount of free time today, and it just seemed appropriate. It's very appropriate. But did you finish the whole movie? I did. Wow. So I took a nap through that whole thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much everybody in the house napped except for uh, me and our, our five-year-old Marcus. Yeah, you watched the movie. It's he. Uh, I forcibly stayed awake. Uh, he chose not to nap, as one does. So, so there's a fun background story this time. I mean, Becca, we know this from being on the sheet. Becca is, of course, if you're a newer listener, our most frequent podcast guest. You haven't listened to her extensive back catalog. Highly encourage that you go back and do so. They're fun, but uh, Becca's uh, she's a world traveler, so it's not that uncommon for you to be gallivanting out and about, uh, and to even be in town here with us. But this one was a special circumstance. It was. Um, my lovely uh, wife Jade turned the big four zero. It's true. Last week, as you as you're listening to to this last week, and um, boy, did I pull off all kinds of surprises. Um, so started to throw together a surprise party, which is not really RMO. We don't do stuff like that. Um, I won't say we're not celebrators, but we're not. You know, like we don't go ham Flashy. on like Valentine's Day, and we're definitely not the type where like for birthdays or Valentine's Day or anniversary where we have to like make the big grandiose um, like social media post. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always think it's funny because I'm like, how, like I just, like I say all that stuff 
to her. Right. Right. Instead of to all of you people. Exactly. Um, I get, I guess why people do it. Some, I know some people like that. Like they want. Yeah. It's weird. Somebody to make the, we're just not, we're just not those people. Right. So, so I started to plan a surprise party. I'm like, Hey, you want to, you want to come down? You're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do so it. So not only did I keep the party a surprise, uh, but I kept you a surprise. It's true. And this over the course of many, many weeks, I don't know, the four yeah. or five, six weeks of planning and whatever. And so, um, it's, we're recording Saturday night. All the surprises have been sprung. They've sprung. Uh, but, uh, you got in on Thursday. So mm-hmm. I've got a good buddy of mine that also travels a lot. That's based out of the Charlotte area. So I text him. I'm like, Hey bro, um, do not post anything right. that says where you are on Thursday because you are my alibi flying to see me. I'm, I'm picking up Jade's friend from the airport and you are my cover story. So you're flying into Orlando on Thursday, which was very believable. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm, I've said, um, that my penchant, my talent, my, my skill set involved in misleading others, it's we'll a- say, yeah, it's not usually put to good it's use. It's wasted on my Christianity. It is wasted. Um, I, you know, it, it's it's wasted, it and is. so uh, I'm pretty thorough. So I, I was like, I knew what time you were getting in. Mm-hmm. So I look up flights from Charlotte to Orlando, and I see the the latest they're getting in, or the closest they're getting in to your time is about an hour earlier. Okay. So I, I let Jay know. I'm like, hey, Trace, Trace coming in town. It's a, he, he does this all the time. And he'll be like, hey, I'm in Orlando. I'm like, oh, let's hang. He's like, no, I'm flying back out in two hours. Bye. I mean, thanks for waving. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm like, hey, Trace coming in town. He wanted to see if I could just, if I could pick him up from the airport and just grab dinner mm-hmm. real quick. He gets in at like five. Great lie. Um, she's like, yeah, no big deal. We don't have anything on the calendar. So not only did I make sure there were flights from Charlotte, not because my wife is distrusting, Mm -hmm. she has no reason not to be, but if she was like, oh, hey, I wonder if his flight's running on time or what time did he say Mm -hmm. he's getting in or whatever. So there were flights from Charlotte that would have shown up getting in around that time. Um, So did I like drive out there late? No, no. I went when he would have been getting in. Um, Did I go to Starbucks? No. We said we'd be getting dinner. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings and I sat down and I ate. Now, here's a little aside for you folks. I, I don't know if everybody's experience has been like this in recent years. I feel like most times I go places and get wings and I'm like, I'll have like Buffalo hot mm. will be my request. That and some blue cheese. Good to go. Perfect. It's typically not hot. Really? It's kind of got that Buffalo flavor, but it's not, there's no real heat to it. Oh, this is not the case at Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, I'm not like Mr. I'm going to eat super hot stuff anyways. Right, right, right. But I'm not a lightweight either. Like, I'm not a sissy. It, I was straight up, I ordered 15 wings. And, I mean, I was like eyes watering, like snotting, sitting there eating my cover meal, uh, <laughs> waiting for Becca to land. So if my wife had looked on Find Me just to be like, hey, where'd the guys go eat? Buffalo Wild Wings right by the airport. That's where they went to eat. I cannot. Um, Amazing. So popped on over, grabbed you. Mm-hmm. We stopped on the way back to the house, mm-hmm. grabbed a little key lime pie. Yeah. Threw some candles in it. Yeah. And uh, walked in with you singing. And I mean, like no, no hint of any clue that you were coming in to visit. There were yeah. happy tears. It's true. Um, nailed it. 
You did. Nailed it. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, when you sent the text, hey, don't you want to come and surprise your best friend? I said, yeah, actually, I think exactly, it's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just seeing her face, she was so uh, perplexed, confused, shocked, yeah. and then crying. It was awesome, Kale. It was yeah. awesome. So uh, that was one down. And it was funny because, like, I knew you were coming in. We knew that we had this party going down. Mm-hmm. And we were off on Friday for Good Friday. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, let's, let's make plans. This things. is the day I'm planning this party because it's right. what worked for the most people that, right. like, there's, like, people you want to be there. But there's people that have to be there, Correct. right? And even still, some of those couldn't be. But it's like herding cats trying to get it's more hard. than a couple of people in the same place at the same time. Yeah. So I'm like, it just had to be that day. But in the meantime, we've got a day off, which is what made it a good time for you to visit right. on top of everything. Yeah, it was really nice. And uh, so I'm like trying to like navigate like behind the plan she's making. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I know Jade's reaching out to make plans with you, but friends. No. But no, they might not happen because actually we're going to see you that night anyways. And Becca will be in town. So just make your plans. Right. But no, they might not be real. She ended up with a... a Massage schedule that there yep. was no way I could get out of it. Could mm-hmm. like couldn't. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, it's Becca's fine. just gonna have to chill while she goes to, yeah, to get a massage. So my uh, wife, uh, no, my mom. Uh, not easy to confuse the two, but my my mom, God bless her, she's volunteered at the VFW where she lives for Years. I don't know ever. Like they're all the time putting in the hours. Like she serves as like the secretary for their meetings mm-hmm. and she calls bingo and she does their special events. Yeah. And you know, like her, her dad, her, her dad's died when she was very young, but her dad served um, a couple of her brothers served. And so it's just a point of pride and it's just yeah. how she gives back and, and serves the VFW. It's awesome. So our very believable cover story was that my mom was being given like a volunteer of the year award or something like that. Uh, my sister, who's very crafty, very creative, like made up like a digital invitation to this thing. So mom like sends us that and is like straight up like, Hey, you know, I, somebody tipped me off that I'm getting a pretty big award that night. I'd love if everybody could be there, kids and all. Jade's like, yeah. So that's how we got on the count. So for weeks, like she's telling other people about my mom getting this, getting this award. Right. Even, um, yesterday as we're recording, uh, she's like, we're getting ready to go. And I, I told her when you, when you came in, I'm like, Hey, I rescheduled with our friends tomorrow so that we can hang out with Becca. And these, they just had their third uh, child adorable. Um, and I'm like, yeah. so I rescheduled them to next week so we could hang out with Becca. And they knew they were in. Right. She's like, Oh, next weekend might not be good. I don't want to miss out on meeting the baby. I couldn't be like, right. But we're going to see them tonight. We're, right. we're exactly. like, we're going to see, which turns out the way everything planned out, paid out. It's a good thing. We went to see them. It was, it was fun when we did. Um, so we went and hung out with them. But in the meantime, uh, my wife has like bought a card congratulating my mom. Literally she, having the kids sign. Yes. Grammy, we're so proud of yes. you. It it's is, amazing. Yes. So we go, we hang out with our friends for a few hours. We actually go over to my mom's house because this whole thing was going down like at the VFW is the space I ended up booking, which is part of why that cover story just worked. Right. Right. Um, and everybody else is there and setting up. And I'm like, I know there's several people involved where like she has their fine night. I'm like, I'm just hoping there's no particular reason she, she looks at, because there's no other reason any of these people besides my mother would be at the VFW. Uh, and so, uh, but yeah, we, we walk in and a look of shock, 
shock and surprise and excitement and anger and disgust all at one time all rolled into one. It was wonderful. Um, the the one downside was like my son, bless his heart, does not like adrenaline, does not like surprises. Walked right in with his mother as you know dozens upon dozens of adults screamed at the top of their lungs Mm -hmm. boy did it take us a while to talk him off of that ledge and to be fair to him he had fallen asleep in the literal seven minute drive from your mom's to the place and it's never a good thing when a child falls asleep Mm -hmm. post lunchtime no so anytime even if he'll actually take a nap which is Mm -hmm. rare for us um if you wake him up unnaturally, if he's not allowed to wake on his own time, it's bad. He's pissed. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So, so yeah, the the pump had been primed, and yeah. he did not appreciate being yelled at by everyone. So, but it was so funny. I even I said to to Jade, uh, yes, or today when we were talking, uh, as we're recording this, uh, didn't you notice when we walked in and there's a massive forty balloon? that this was for you? And she said, no, I just thought that was how many years she's been volunteering. And she's like, I can't believe it. What an amazing gift. And yeah, she totally was overwhelmed. But it was so sweet. It was so sweet to see truly, as as you say very often, your wife is, everyone loves her. It's ridiculous and stupid. It's annoying. Yeah. So it was just fun to see everyone celebrating her and to be down here for it. And it's yeah. been really special. As I've mentioned many times before, m- several people refer to my wife as their best friend. It's very true. Um, I will never out who she refers to as her best friend. And, of course, I have my own favorites of course. Uh, among them. Oh, obviously uh, me. I, I mean, I think we all I think we all know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I had, uh, I'm like, I don't know who all are. Several of you were mm-hmm. there, though. Yes. So. Yeah, the best friends. Well done. And some oldies, but some goodies. Some people who couldn't make yeah. it sent videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I do, I've got a bone to pick with some of you people. Uh, and you know who you are. Uh, I, I sent out the link. I'm like, hey, if you can't make it, Send love a video. to have a video. Just it's like, it's like doing FaceTime. Yeah. Just record a little video, upload it. Yeah. Several, several. Just uh, now I know how you feel with the online dating that you regularly update us on here on yes. the podcast. Um, just, just, just crickets. Silence. Set reminders. Oh, to, today, today. Like I'm not collecting bills. You don't owe me money. I know you should be happy to do this. So I hope, yeah. I hope you're happy with yourselves, but the videos that were sent turned out lovely. They all Fair. got stitched, uh, together and I shared them with her. Fun. I'm like, there's no, this is it. There's no other surprises. It's just, it's just these. And if some of you would like to make penance and still send a video, you Do just it. know that you don't need to send it to me anymore. You just send that. You just send her. that right to her. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where we're at. And that's how we have Becca here. In the studio. And you know what's super frustrating about having you in the studio is you have, you have it like within your ability right now to drop a fire episode of the podcast. Uh-huh. You've got a scenario that were we to discuss it here in the safety tree of the Solid 7 fandom Mm -hmm. uh, would just be a fire, true crime-esque episode. It's very true. And we can't talk about a lick of it. It's true. Not now. Maybe soon. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Yeah, I've been involved in some things recently that have been 
making me feel like a very big grown up, I will say. Yeah. And having to think and act very well and responsibly and uh, for others in, in some pretty big, big grown up ways. So, yeah. Sometimes things like that are kind of um, like encouraging, right? Like mm. there is something. Uh, stick with me. Loose okay. analogy here. But like I've been a, you know, a white collar worker mm-hmm. for a long time now, but I've had plenty of blue collar jobs. Sure. I don't want to go back to doing any of those jobs. Mm-hmm. Full t- nothing wrong with them. Yeah. But they weren't any of the, it wasn't any of the high dollar blue collar jobs. Like you're out there making bank as a master carpenter, master plumber, welder. You're probably out earning me. No shame in your game. Right. I'm not knocking that. But I'm saying like running a shovel, like, you know, mm-hmm. you're the, you're the E1 in military parlance, right? Right. Um, not looking to go back to that, but I will say. Hmm. there's days you miss it because it's like, there's something in there's some, there's some honor in, right. There's some pride in like that hole that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I dug that yes. or I filled that in or yeah. I moved it or I built that thing. I put those blocks up, you know, whatever. and so like, there's these things about adulting mm-hmm. that are super hard. The real adult things, like what you're dealing with right now, yes. not the things that like, millennials make memes about right. like adulting. Eh, yeah. I had to pay my cell phone bill. Exactly. Right. That, I mean, bare minimum, bare, bare minimum, bare minimum. <laughs> right. Uh, but so it's like, it's not fun. You wish you didn't have to do it, mm-hmm. but then like having the gumption and the maturity and the courage, it's kind of edifying too, though. It's right. Like edifying. you wouldn't, you, you wish you didn't have to do it, but you don't always resent. <clears throat> I won't say don't understand. Cause where I was going with, I'm like, Sometimes things like this, they just annoy me because I'm like, right, man, can't, uh, you know, like not to make light of Rodney King, but legit, can't we all just get along? Like, mm-hmm. we don't have to make life like this for each Correct. other. Yeah. Like, can, if you could just not do this, mm-hmm. then we could all be happy. Mm-hmm. And yet people are the worst. And here we are. Yeah. I say in my classes all the time in uh, at the college, people are the worst and people are the best. And, and that's truly how I feel. I love people. I'm so happy that I've given my life and careers to seeing people's lives improve. Um, but it also has so much heartache that comes with that and frustration because they are, people are amazing and just make you want to pull your hair out. But yeah, it definitely has felt very, um, rewarding, I would say kale and self. I'm very proud of myself. Um, it's cost a lot and I think it's, worth it. There's a scene I always loved in Wonder Woman where they're uh, the first one, the one uh, that was good, uh, when there, because the second one was terrible. Trash. I mean, but it still had Gal Gadot in it. I know. I mean, <laughs> she's amazing. But in the, in the first one, when they're like in the trench and people are like, oh, you can't cross this, you know, space, this no man's land, nobody's done it. And she just thinks for a second and then she gets up and she just starts walking through it. And then everyone comes after her and this is a very different situation. I'm not getting shot at at all. Um, but that's how I've kind of felt is to be able to go first for some other people. And it's been very uh, beautiful to see. And yeah, I'm very heartened to, yeah. be, to be going through what I am. But it's very, it's very grown up stuff for well, sure. And there's some psychology to that too, which is probably something you've studied because I think it has a name of like, once dude broke the four minute mile, mm-hmm. lots of people broke the four minute mile. It's yeah. like, what one man can do, any man can do kind of thing. And sometimes people need to just see mm-hmm. 
that thing. Yes. And then I you're think, good to go. Yeah. Courage, I think, begets uh, courage. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I know it's unfortunate. Um, perhaps another episode the next time I'm on. Yeah. I I mean, I'd really like for us all to be benefiting from your suffering right now and instead. I know. I know. It, it's nothing. It's, it's good. But what can we do? <laughs> We can't talk about it. Uh, we were. It's, of course, uh, you know, a joy to have Becca here in town. We oh, all really? Love it. Even the, after dinner? The kids love it, and that's where I'm going. But And yet then, <laughs> as we talk about, like, you know, the, humans have this great capacity within us for for good, for compassion, for honor, for courage. Right. And then, of course, there's also the depths of humanity and the the darkest of things, and we're capable of great evil. Uh, and I witnessed some of it firsthand tonight as we go to listen, listeners. If you've ever never had Argentinian food, you're missing out. Treat yourself. If it is owned and run by Argentinians, if it's just like American Argentinian, you should pass. Yeah. Okay. So research that first. But so yes. we'll say I'm going to name drop this place just because mm-hmm. enough listeners it. are in Central Florida you that you must. could stop by. If you a must. lot of people visit Central Florida, they're just worth it. So um, he, it's kind of in the Oviedo Winter Springs area in uh, like the strip of shops. There's this restaurant, Argentinian restaurant called Alma, A-L-M-A. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's face melting. And just so also the listeners know, Jade, Kale's wife, and I, we lived together in Argentina for a good chunk of time. So it's a very nostalgic food for both of us together. Yeah. So continue. So, so that's we, we knew it was good. Mm-hmm. We thought that would be fun. Argentinians, uh, somewhat known for their beef, for the preparation of beef, the quality of their beef. So we go in and uh, my wife orders a steak. Becca orders a steak. The problem is this monster sitting across from me, this, this, dare I say, communist sitting across wow. from me, orders wow. sitting in America, sitting in Florida, in Florida, orders her steak. Was it medium well? Medium well. And just for you, I want you to know, I would prefer it well done. But I knew you would lose your freaking mind. So I said, let's just go medium. Well, I can handle the medium part. And Kale will have some self-respect that he won't kick me out. I, I almost walked out. I, I almost. Uh, for the sake of my wife and children, I didn't make a scene. Well, wow, how grown up of you. I almost, it was hard. The struggle is real. The struggle is real. Yeah. Uh, what can I say? I like my steak to be dead, 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 dead. I don't want there to be anything in it that is close to resembling life. I'm sorry. Right. But if you if you want to eat subpar meat, you could just be paying less for chicken. I don't like Instead chicken. of paying someone, overpaying someone to overcook your beef. I don't understand. Listen, my steak was incredible. I'm happy with what I ordered. And I know it shames you, and I'm sorry for that. But we all have our faults. Jeff... Uh, from Colorado Craft Beef, buddy. If you're tuning into this I'm episode, sorry, Jeff. I'm let's, sorry. Let's connect. Let's correct this situation. Let's um, stage an intervention. I love you, um, Jeff. Let's let's get Becca sent down the path of of freedom and righteousness. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. I know. One of my. Have you ever seen the movie The Cowboy Way? This is an <laughs> Why old. Why would flick. I watch that? This is a, because it's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's, Kale. When we get done recording, hand to God, we're going to see if it's on any of the streaming services. Never mind the fact that we are all, except for my children, exhausted. Yeah. We're all exhausted. Um, 
But uh, so the, it's an old, eh, probably late nineties okay. movie, okay. Um, but starring Kiefer Sutherland and Woody Harrelson. Wow. And they're these two cowboys from, I want to say Texas. Mm. And they were like rodeo partners doing mm. like calf roping, right, like right. header and healer. And they had had a falling out. Mm. Um, but Kiefer Sutherland's character, uh, a friend of his, uh, goes missing in New York. Um, and so he gets Woody Harrelson's character to go with him to help him find, find him. this guy. And, you know, much drama and hilarity of, of these course. two legit cowboys. cowboys in New York City. That's kind of funny. Uh, ensues. But they're sitting down at like a fancy New York steakhouse. Oh, no. Um, and, uh, you know, the server asked them how they like their steaks. Right. And the response is... Uh, just knock the horns off it, wipe its butt, and plop it down on the plate. And then he looks at the other one, and he just goes, <laughs> same. <laughs> Not always. I mean, it's a it's a really entertaining movie. It really is. But that one uh, uh, always stuck with me. I know. I shame everybody, but I, I that's how I like it. Yeah. I, what can I do? I'm sorry. But I, I, don't, I just don't understand because there's, a, I mean, objectively better way. Like, it's, it's more tender. It's more... Uh, uh, this word's controversial, but it's more moist. It's juicier. Yeah. We won't say moist. It's juicier. Okay. The flavor profile's better. Just everything about it is I better. I listen. This was fine. This medium, medium well was good. Maybe I'll baby step slowly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Much like you found your way to drinking coffee properly. Correct. I think you could. I think you could get this right over time. Thank you. Thank you for that. You don't have to go rare. There's those people never. out there. You don't need, do you even know that there's a blue rare? Blue rare is basically what they ordered. Blue rare is like flame kissed. Like the center is still like cool. Okay. I don't know anybody that actually orders blue rare, but it exists. It's out there. Weirdos. Um, and then, but I, I think like medium's really almost perfect. Too much. It's still too much. Medi- medium rare. Now, here, but here's the thing I wonder if you've been traumatized i wonder if there's a past trauma we need to uncover because part of the problem is steaks not being cooked properly okay and you ordering say like a Mm -hmm. medium or medium rare but Mm. ending up with rare Mm, maybe and so that's why it's very rare for me to order a steak Mm. at a non-steak restaurant like not at a steakhouse okay it's just a, which Alma, like not a steakhouse, but steak is what Argentinians do. So yeah. kind of that way. But it's like, you're not going to go to okay. um, like legal seafood, like get the seafood, order the steak. Exactly. Also don't go to Longhorn and get the seafood dish. Right. Like, yes, it makes sense. So. Okay. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're not dealing with somebody that like. No steak. Steaks what they do. Mm-hmm. It's rare. It's, it's like a happy accident if they properly cook, cook it. your steak. Okay. Well, I will take this into consideration. It was good tonight. I loved what I had tonight, but I like it really well done. I know. I'm sorry. I know. It's embarrassing. I I am who I am. Wow. I know. This is probably why I'm single. If I'm honest with you, this could be the (laughs) reason. My hand to God, that was going to be the next (laughs) line out of my mouth. This is why you can't find a man. You're (laughs) going on dates and you're ordering steaks overcooked. And these guys are like, deuces. Bye. Yeah, it's probably the reason, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you're recording uh, more millennials, maybe even Gen Z, they probably wouldn't. Actually, they, they, they might be mad that it's not like an impossible I'm burger gonna make, or something. I'm going to make a poll on my Instagram 
on Monday after the episode goes live and I'm going to ask people to listen and I'm going to ask them, and how do you take your steak? And we're going to see, and the poll will tell us the way we'll see. What I'm, I'm going to do the same poll. Oh, okay. And if fine. anybody responds medium well and up, I'm going to block them. Well, then you're going to be losing a lot of followers. So that's bad business. Hey, I'm, I'm, this, listen, sacrifices need to be made. There is a great clip from King of the Hill okay. where it's like Hank is explaining yeah. medium rare, oh, me, medium or medium rare to Bobby. Okay. Uh, and Bobby's like, well, what if somebody orders theirs medium well? And Hank just replies, we politely ask them to leave. Bye. <laughs> uh, it's oh, so accurate. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it was shocking. We've moved past it. I'm still allowing you to stay. Thank you so in much. In my home. Thank you so much. You let me hug your kids. If good it was going to be more than one night. Yeah, my kids saw this. My kids saw you order this. They heard it. Do you think they were paying any attention to me in that moment in time? And your daughter was begging to eat off my plate. So just, I think everything is fine. She, Becca can account for this. It's hilarious when my daughter is around a steak. She Literally, she starts going, steaky? Steaky? Three. Yeah. Steaky? Yeah. Loves it. Yeah. She had to eat off yeah. my plate. She couldn't wait for her. She's a force of nature, man. She is so cute. It's a, My son's awesome. I love them. They've both got their strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. His right now, I'm like, I can't get him to eat a bite of steak to save his life right now. He'll destroy a burger. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Steak, just no, just no go. I mean, she'll like medium rare, like destroy steak. She's so cute. We were at, uh, before we recorded, we were walking around a nature park tonight and I was up ahead and, and Kale's son was with me. And so, uh, Kale yells up to, to Marcus and just says, Hey buddy, you know, Becca really likes when there's a strong man to take care of her and protect her. So you should tell her that you're going to do that for her. Yeah. And he just looks back and said, no, this is of course mockery of basically everything. You're not like some uber feminist, but I'm like, you are teaching women to be leaders and strong. Yeah, but I actually yeah. would have loved that. <laughs> yeah, That's but, what's funny is I'm like, I was yeah. all about it. I yeah, was like, it worked, yeah, on, a, it worked on a couple levels. I would have like loved this to happen. So he's like, uh, no, to which the daughter comes up. She's like, oh, fine. I will protect her. Yeah. <laughs> and like pushes her way through to the front. Dude, she's, God help you all. She's a force of nature. Yeah. I love it. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. So cute. I'm a little worried that I like I won't get to intimidate the boys because they'll be pre-intimidated. Enough. Things gonna be a real Ellie Mae Clampett vibe going on. Mm-hmm. I think Big Brother's pretty protective too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think he's gonna have much to do though. No. I mean, yeah. like there will be plenty of pursuers. I just mm-hmm. think she will destroy them. Yeah, she will. She. Yeah. She's pretty tough. So good luck, boys. Yeah, but very sweet. Yeah. She let Jade and I play with her Barbies last night, but made sure that we would share them nicely. <laughs> so we get done with this party last night. We're taking down as one does. And my uh, sister did a great, like did all the decorations, the food. Cause of course, like I'm can't be there. can't be doing these right. things. Right. So I'm like, send me bills and do what you got to do. But so there's all these balloons and balloon arches. So we can do these things at the end of the night. Right. You got to, you got to start popping them. Right. So in the meantime, the kids had like blown up extra balloons. Mm-hmm. My daughter, Marley, my kids are Marley and Marcus. She had named two balloons, Marley and Marcus, was toting them everywhere. It loved them. Yes. Sees me popping all these other balloons, walks up with her too. Yeah. Look like cradling them in her arms, looks down, says, 
goodbye balloons. I love you. Kisses them both. And then like holds them out to me. Like I'm going to pop her two balloons with the rest of them. She's like a freaking Abraham holding his knife over Isaac. Like just here, this is what we're doing. Here you go. Love you guys. My baby, I'm not popping your balloons. She's like, oh, good. And just off. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. So yeah. Good weekend. uh, Well, we had a, just a fire episode. Uh, with Andrew Choate uh, last week. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a blast. <laughs> it's like I, a letdown to have me. Sorry, you know, guys. Watching, there's been a ton of space news since this week because SpaceX is legit finally like right on the precipice of doing a full orbital test flight of Starship in Boca Chica. Look, there was there were strong rumors of the 10th mm. um, of the day you're listening to this, maybe if you're listening to it the day it drops. Looks like maybe just a wet dress rehearsal that day, but Looks like we could see at least an attempt. It's it would be it'd be real rare for them to actually get to T zero and launch the very first attempt. But it's SpaceX and they're really good at this, so we'll see. But it's wow. looking like April seventeenth. Okay. So that's been the big news this week. But then, kind of sleeping uh, last week. And Andrew, I'm saying this because I have a little bone to pick with you too, bud. But I bet you eat your steaks, right? Um, <laughs> So we're 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 talking the stuff he's working on, the transit habitat and all that stuff. We we were talking kind of space exploration in general, right. and I'm actually wearing a ULA shirt right you now, are. a Vulcan rocket shirt right mm-hmm. now. We were talking on the ep- on that episode about uh, there being a delay kind of in the Vulcan program that they had an anomaly in some testing, mm-hmm. and the anomaly was in the Centaur stage. Right. In so if you if you go back listen to that episode. 105, uh, you know, Andrew's like, yeah, you, you'll find out he's based at Marshall Space Flight Center mm-hmm. in Alabama. And a lot of these companies, uh, ULA, Blue Origin, they're doing testing. They've got test stands there. NASA's doing their own testing. And so he's playing. Now, you know, maybe this is legit. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of playing along with like, oh, we don't really know what right. this anomaly was, whatever. Uh, like the, uh, it's hard to tell if it was like the actual space hardware, like the flight hardware okay. for the first Vulcan launch, or if it was like a, an upper stage test unit, Okay. but like full blown giant hydrogen explosion Oh. Yeah, out in the news Oh. this week. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, if you were there, you heard that you might have felt that I, I don't know how big the campus is up there, so maybe okay. not. And he did say he's like, normally it's the military making the big booms, yeah, uh, up there, but yeah, oh wow, so it might be a little, might not be uh, as ready as they yeah, are. yeah, okay. might not be April 20th anymore on that uh, that Vulcan first launch. They might, we'll see, okay. uh, we'll see. So okay. I did see Tor- like the president of uh, or CEO, whatever mm. Tori Bruno is of ULA, say it like. It was being tested, like tested, like beyond parameters. So maybe, it, maybe it won't be an issue. We'll okay. see. Okay. We'll see. But all that to say, like, uh, so cool to talk to somebody like legit working on like current spaceflight uh, hardware. Yeah. Andrew had work of his on Orion for mm-hmm. the Artemis One flight. You know, working on the transit habitat for Mars. Really cool stuff. So we didn't touch on, uh, you know, the social issues, the news of the day. Right. As we often do here, despite the fact that the day we were recording was the day that the uh, indictment was announced. Was it the same day when you recorded? For, yeah, it was the day we okay. recorded. That the, 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 I mean, there was all the speculation. It right. was pretty inevitable. Um, but like to have that out and not talk about it at all. Did that kill you? It killed me. Well, and it was a little bit. I have no idea where Andrew stands politically. Sure. And I don't really need to know. Yeah, who cares? But it was. Um, 
it was a little tricky getting up to that episode mm. because like dudes working for lots like on serious programs for uh, serious yeah. people for a serious agency so when i first connected with him and put the request out he's like let me run it up the flagpole and so initially it was like uh there was potential that like somebody from nasa would reach out to me to ask me about the podcast and kind of feel it out Stop. before he could come on. Turns out like they didn't care as much. And it, it was, like he had gone back to his supervisors. Okay. They're like, no answer is your answer. Like it's fine. And, right. And he had done some other stuff. Like he'd been on with NASA space flight and stuff like that. So, uh, but all that to say, like, I didn't want to like jam him up either. Yeah. Right. Like whatever his political views are probably doesn't need to be. Chatting you know, about yeah, the like president. we want NASA and space flight to stay apolitical, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. So, killed me not to talk about I'm it. Sure, and now it's all news. Here, here we here sit. We here we sit. First time Dude. in history, pre- previous president. Wow, indicted. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't know. I have so many thoughts. It's hard to even know where to go to summarize them. It just, on one hand, it really does make you think. They're gonna go. They're gonna file whatever they can. Yeah. Um. It's interesting that you're gonna go against a former president, like him or not. You would just expect there to be a little more prestige in the position, and so to try to make a case. I mean, they're creating case law by doing this. Well, they're trying to. They're trying to, and so it just is to me fascinating that that's how they're they're choosing to do this yeah. like to me it just feels like it's unbecoming as i've been saying this word a lot to you it's, it's unbecoming uh the position of of course you know i think whether he did or didn't do anything and is also unbecoming and then i i just go back to hillary who was convicted of mishandling her uh finance laws with, oh yeah with her um when she was running for president and she never got indicted federally, you know, and that, that well, was a local conviction. So to me, it, it just, her husband perjured himself. Right. Like we know this perjured himself. Right. His, her husband paid over $800,000 to what's her name. Yeah. And the only difference, Paulo, who's he, what's it's mm-hmm. and the only different, like there, it wasn't hidden in any way, shape or form right. because it couldn't be not because they wouldn't have wanted it to be kept quiet. Right. Um, and again, it's not, it's not just knocking them. It's just like, it's just such a double standard. Yeah. Um, would I rather mm-hmm. have a president mm-hmm. past, present or future right? who had had n- no sexual relations right. with porn stars right. that I'm, they weren't married to? There's exactly. a lot of confounding factors there that make it right. worse. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That would be my preference. Right. Um, would I prefer that, that, that president not then pay off said porn star to right. stay quiet? Sure would. Yep. Sure would. It just seems like Have the easy. on this yeah. podcast many, many times that I didn't vote for president Trump. Right. Uh, in the primary, either of the primaries right. he's run in because I felt his character was beneath the office. Yes. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with the administration that I got from a governance standpoint, from a conservatarian standpoint. Sure, Sure, I was pleasantly Mm -hmm. surprised. 
not perfect. Right. Certainly not fiscally conservative. Right. Certainly contributed to the mess we find ourselves in economically right, right now, as there were many contributors. Right. Um, you know, basically everyone from Clinton on played a, a role mm -hmm. in it. Um, the last time we had a, a budgetary surplus. Um, but, um, like, do I think mm. Donald Trump is guilty right. of some crimes mm -hmm. somewhere? Sure. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. I don't know what. Okay. It's my gut feeling. Okay. My gut's pretty good. Okay. Um, has never struck me before he was in politics. Right. As an up and he's not on the up and up. Up and up kind of guy. No. Um, New York, like real estate and yeah. building, not really known for its squeaky clean nope. reputation. Not at all. Um, so it's just funny that it's that it's this. I know. That it's this that had already been um just heavily looked into mm -hmm. on many occasions yep. by other DAs. Right. Um, and then I'm not an attorney. Sure. I don't play one on TV. Right. I didn't stay at a holiday in select last night. What? But people who are attorneys right. who know a lot about this stuff, mm -hmm. who don't like Donald Trump right. are like, this is really abnormal. The statement of facts, yep. very abnormal. Yep. The 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 chart, the way they've listed the charges, very vague, all very abnormal. Everybody's like, uh, like people who in interviews are like, we're we'd love to see him go away for anything, right. but this is not it. It's probably not this. I know. And just to see, it's just so infuriating. Yeah. Um, to see this DA brag up mm -hmm. there, like get on his high horse, step up on his little soapbox and talk about how no one's above the law. If this was, if this was legit, if this was, if you were seeing like obvious criminal behavior being prosecuted, right. regardless of who it was, like, I don't even like that we refer mm -hmm. to past presidents that we still say, Mr. President I know, or past, uh, you know, representatives or senators or anything, still because senator. we don't do titles of nobility here. Correct. Um, so I like that. Nobody's right. We're a nation of laws, not of men. That was the, that's one of the major differences, right? That's what, right. when, when you taught, when you want to debate American exceptionalism, right? This right. Which is apart. different than saying we're better than everyone else. Cool. Exception isn't necessarily better. We are, but that's not the point, but that is exceptional in human history, Correct. a nation of laws and not men that everyone yes. is equal Subject before that. that. That's the way forget all of this uh, equity garbage. We are equal and we're equal in very specific ways. Mm -hmm. And one of those specific ways is in the eyes of the law. Yes. So obviously there's plenty of ways in which we're not equal. We don't have the mm. same height. We're not uh, all of kinds course. of things. Um, so I like that. Mm -hmm. That is not what this guy is about. Not at all because he's letting criminals go left and right. Yes. Oh, you want to kill someone? Okay. No problem. He's downgraded. Everything. Tons and tons of felonies to misdemeanors. He's a no no bail DA. I know. You got arrested. You, I mean, for, you're on video. You're on tape. There's Doesn't tons matter. of eyewitnesses. You did this. You're arrested. Just go roam around. Right. No, no bail. No nothing until this is not. And we're all equal. Like right. I, you know, 
Yeah. And I think that's, for me, what's very frustrating as someone who doesn't belong to a political party. Um, it's very, it's very partisan to say no one's above the law, but yet you're going after something that also is beyond the statute of limitations. Like you're having to twist, twist laws to even bring it to court and present it and possibly have it be approved as a case law. I mean, there's so many reasons that this is a mis, even if it was, if he is guilty, a misdemeanor offense. And then you have people literally killing each other and you're not prosecuting it. It just, again, as somebody who, who really doesn't like politics, I just want there to be safety. It makes sense that you would not be doing what you're doing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> it's just, it boggles my mind. Um, totally. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, um, frustrating. It, it's just, well, and he's, he's a Soros DA, which, Hey, sure. Like what Soros has done with financially backing, mm-hmm. getting DAs into like, it's impressive. It's, it's genius. Right. Um, and I, I actually overheard, so I've, I've been chauffeuring all mm-hmm. weekend. I'm way at the front of the van. Um, Jade and Becca sitting in the back of the van behind the kids, just chatting it up, just living their life. It's our best life. While I'm Ubering. Oh, please. Um, up front. So, I, but I overheard you and Jade talking about, um, you know, you were on the topic of DeSantis and, you know, what's oh, Florida yes. really, because the reporting outside of Florida about is very different than our experience in Florida about DeSantis and, sure. but you know, things that have happened in state that, you know, she's cooled on him, some different things like that. And, mm. and one of those that I couldn't chime in from the front of the van so now you're but gonna chime is in. about him, like, um, in, in local like school board elections like that mm. backing and working to fund or raise funds right. for particular candidates mm. in, in like, Oh, I, you know, I don't want, I'd rather not so anybody so. at the state yeah. level be meddling in our, but I'm like people beyond the state level on the left are meddling in those local elections. Like <sighs> Soros true. is going to, you've got to, you've got to fight the battles where they're being fought. Yeah, And when, like, you look at a lot of where we find ourselves mm. at the, the degradation of society right now mm. stems 100% from us, from, from, uh, you know, more conservative people, more libertarian people seeding education to the left over, right. over decades, really over a century now. And it's like, where we're going to start winning that battle again is back in the schools. Like you really want to affect change. Fine. DC is great. Whatever. Like vote be, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. in the primaries, Mm -hmm. like go run for school board, go run for county commissioners. But school boards really like really it's where it is where the battles at at this point. And so like any, if, no, what I prefer those have no outside influence, no outside money. Right. Sure. Um, it's not realistic. You know, and if all the raindrops were candy drops and gum drops, oh, what a rain that would be. Yeah. What was I want to quote Dwight here, and I can't remember the quote. Um, Which it, it's something that's like that, but instead it's like some random, you know, like German version of that. If something, I can't think of it. 
but it's just a Dwight version of that, and it's okay. funny. Okay, I can't think but of it either. Now I'm it's disappointed. not. It's not like memeable. It's not common enough that I can okay. just rattle it off the tongue. But yeah, I prefer that. But if the George Soros, Soros's of the world are going to be because like DAs can decide, they like decide all of this. What and and we've seen how this is how George Soros DAs are playing out in places like New York, in California, San Fran, yeah, in your beloved Portland, yeah, Philly. Also, I mean, Philly is a mess right now. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, I don't disagree, Carol, with what you're saying, but I what I think I wish is that in my idealistic utopian society, none of that would exist on either side of the aisle and people who live there and genuinely care would rise up and do something. Not because they're getting paid to do it, but they would do it because it's the good right thing to do. Well, it's not, it's not that anybody's getting paid, but it's like, if, if I'm going to run, if yeah, like funding campaign campaign is not necessarily paying someone to do so. Well, it's helping them be competitive against somebody who is also being funded by outside money. Yeah. So it's like okay. the, you know, conservatives are going to like honorably fight ourselves into the grave. Yeah. It, it's like the, the Redcoats saying that, you know, the Americans, mm -hmm. you know, are fighting these, these rebels are fighting with no honor. Right. Right. But we won. <laughs> I know that you wanted us to line up in rows in front of you and just shoot back and forth. Right. Uh, but instead, uh, you know, we had guys with Kentucky long rifles in the trees. Right. So Sorry. deal with it. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. all's fair in love and war. So it's right. Like, y yes, you have to have integrity. Yes, you have honor. You can't lose your soul doing it. Right. But you've got to fight the fight where it's being fought and you can't go, oh, that's not a fair place to take the fight. So we're not going to confront it there. You can't just seed the ground. Okay. Because I it's an unseedy place for them to be combating you. You can't. It's true. Okay. That's a fair point. So, I mean, it's great to say, oh, I'm, I'm running for school board mm -hmm. and my, or, or whatever it is. And, you know, my opponent's taking all this outside money from mm -hmm. whoever that is, whether that's Soros, whether that's one of, uh, you know, these uh, PACs, whomever, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, and I'm only going to take local money. I only want to be supported by the local people. That's mm -hmm. great, but you're going to lose. Right. Yeah. And so where's, where, where's the win? Yeah. It's true. It's true. I, I guess you get to feel better about losing. Right. Oh, well, they only beat me because they took that outside money. Yes, but they beat you. But they beat and them. now they're determining policy and now they're determining curriculum and, 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 and. Sure. There's no, there's just no win in that. Okay. It's fair. It shouldn't be shady. It shouldn't be seedy. I'm not saying right. if you're running from school board, uh, you know, and somebody from the uh, local, uh, you know, Chinese consulate. Wants to help fund your campaign? No, that I got a problem with. Don't take that money. Yeah, but you don't want uh, Eric Hallwell here. <laughs> yeah, Fang Fang shows up on your door with campaign funds. No, no, good. no, say no to that. Yes. Um, but within the bounds of the law, yeah, like take that outside support. <laughs> sure. Because the important thing is the, it's not that the ends justify the means. Right. So you do it legally, you do it right, but beyond that, yeah, you okay. got to fight the fight. Yeah. Where it's, where it's being fought. You don't always yeah. get to determine the battlefield. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, but, and, and, but, and this is where we're seeing it play out now, yes. you know, local school board, you know, you kind of, you want to feel like maybe isn't as big a deal as DA, but it really, mm -hmm. it really is. It's just, I mean, these DA positions are so very impactful. Very impactful. Yeah. There was just this issue in Texas this week. Can't remember the guy's name. 
uh, he's he's in the army. Mm. He was driving Uber on the side for extra money. Uh-huh. Let's talk about our soldiers needing to drive Uber for extra money yeah. some other time. Um, this is uh, during the George Floyd riots. Okay. Um, in and around Austin. Okay. So Austin's this Hub. little uh, blue state inside of right. the great country of, of Texas. <laughs> the Rep- I'm sorry, the great republic. Forgive me, Texans. The great republic of Texas. Seriously, get it right. Um, and so this guy gets stopped by this crowd of rioters. Mm-hmm. They're like banging on his car, yelling at him, whatever. Yeah. And there's a guy in this crowd with an AK-47. Um. Everybody picture something different than what that is. That was probably so like much like AR-15s and M-16s uh, and M-4s look very similar. They're uh-huh. different in the way they function. Um, so what most people own that looks like an AK-47 or is an AK-47 mm. is not fully automatic. So it's not okay. like what you're seeing on the battlefields of okay. wherever. But so it's a long gun. And I think Texas is a state where it's legal to openly carry a long gun. A lot of states, even if you can't openly carry a handgun. Um, you can still openly carry a long gun. Okay. So, but, um, you know, uh, all things are permissible, not all things are profitable, right? Mm-hmm. If we can get a little Christian. So yeah. that you can open carry a long gun doesn't mean that it's a great idea to do so. Right. That you can open a long gun doesn't make it a great idea to do so in that setting. Right. Um, of, of, a, of a riot. You probably would have said protest, but of a riot. Uh, they were illegally blocking the streets. It's part of what differentiates between things like riots and protests. Um, but uh, this guy raised this rifle, and it was pointed at this vet. And at that point, people banging on your car, yelling at you, not letting you pass. Uh-huh. You see this guy raising your rifle. You've got a decision to make. You can, def- yeah. And you don't have a lot of time to make that decision. Right. So... This guy, I don't know if he's enlisted or uh, mm-hmm. an officer. I'd have to look the story up. But <clears throat> he was legally carrying and concealing a pistol, as you're allowed to do in many states. Right. Uh, and he drew and fired and killed this guy. Now, the responding police department jurisdiction uh, investigated this mm-hmm. and filed no charges. Okay. Uh, they didn't recommend charges to the DA. Right. <clears throat> the activist DA did charge this guy with murder in this week in Austin, which I would argue is not really a jury of this guy's peers. Correct. Convicted him. What? Of murder in Texas. What? Unbelievable. So already Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, God bless him, has already asked the, the, the way the laws work in Texas, the governor can't just up and pardon. Uh, pardons have to be recommended. Okay. By their pardon and parole board, but he's already reached out, asked the pardon and parole board to recommend a pardon that he says he'll sign the second it gets to his desk. So this guy, if he's in prison, isn't going to be in prison for long. But still. Um, yeah. But again. Wow. Yeah. That's really, really crazy. So while we're all sitting around and arguing about you know, Trump and Biden and, you know, whatever else. And we're all worried about who's the senator going to be. And in the meantime, billionaire George Soros dumps his money into these DA elections where you get this kind of impact at the local level. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't understand how the charges even got brought because 
Texas has probably the strongest like castle doctrine stand your ground laws I know in the country. That's I'm skimming the article right now yeah. and I'm literally confused how this how you can even prove this wasn't self-defense. Texas is one of the few places where you can shoot to defend property. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what I think about guns, so <clears throat> but I I'm I'm sad. Yeah. Nobody's winning. In this situation, nobody's won. No. Sorry, that was <laughs> echoing for me and freaking me out. Uh, I had to move my cell phone after I was Googling. Um, wow. Okay. So that's where it's like this this money pours in from out of state. Yeah. You've 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 got to combat it. Yeah, it's true. You can't just go, oh, that's awful that they do that. I know. And we're not gonna do it that way. Okay. Well, they win. Right. They win. Yep, it's true. So don't obtain the money illegally. Don't obtain it from foreign sources. That's garbage. Right. Even if they are doing that. But what within the bounds of the law, wherever mm -hmm. the money can come from, right. Get win. Mm -hmm. And then and then worry about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. I, I struggle with things like campaign finance yeah, and laws around it because I am like a, I am a free speech ab, ab, absolutist. Right. I will defend the most abhorrent speech you can imagine. Yes. I will defend someone's right to say it. Yes. Um, perfect example here mm -hmm. in my home state of Florida. And I understand mm. as the law office is now the largest personal injury firm in the country. Oh. Um, but there's a law office that's based here, that mm -hmm. started here. I'll leave them nameless. I still don't understand how slander and libel work. Okay. Um, not a fan. Okay. They run their commercials all the time, mm. billboards all the time, yeah. radio all the time. Okay. I can't stand it. Yeah. I, I hate it. Right. Um, they're not the only one that do this, but I don't know how it is up in Pennsylvania. Mm. Around here. Personal injury attorneys, they've got these billboards mm -hmm. and they'll have a picture of somebody. Yes. Holding a check. Yep. Like they won the publisher's clearinghouse. Yep. And the amount that they won, mm. like this was the lotto. Like there wasn't incredible pain and suffering and injury. Right. That came which a lot that. of times they're not, it's inflated, mm. but behind mm. that number, mm -hmm. they're standing there smiling. Yeah. Like they got the world's best scratch off ticket. Right. Drives me crazy. Yes. Um, Ads for medications, prescription medications. I yeah. can't just go buy this. Why are you advertising this to me? It's insane. I can't write the script. Right. Um, I'm not particularly worried about, um, like, I don't want to know how you're treating your ED. Yeah. Who I cares? Don't, don't Who cares? Um, but I 100% would not support mm. any legislation mm. to ban Free speech. any of those ads. Yeah. Can't stand them. Right. Think they harm our society. Mm -hmm. But I would not trade freedom for getting rid of them. Right. Well, that's because you're conservative libertarian, you know. So, of course, you want free speech. And I, I would like free speech as well. So I'm not opposed to it. But I, I could do without the prescription commercials, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that is part of our free speech. but Because why, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, it's just, 
it's, I think, one of the most confusing things when someone comes from abroad to America, that they see these on TV yeah. and in magazines and all these places. It, it boggles the mind. Yeah. So, I mean, what gets tricky to me? So it's, you know, the, the, the argument is always like, is money speech, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's where. Right. Um, but really you get into property rights there too. Yeah. Like, um, but and- the reality is it's not the best candidates, Kale, that win. It's the ones who are personally able to fund their campaigns or have a benefactor to fund their campaigns. Those aren't mutually exclusive. Usually I think they are. I think that if we could cap how much you can donate and how much you can receive when you're running for public office, I think it would be a lot more competitive and that would only serve to better our society. Well, there are caps on how much a given individual can give, can give to a candidate. A stupid amount. No, it's relatively small numbers. Here's how they get around it, right? Um, they create dummy organizations. You have these PACs, these political exactly. action committees. So, but I mean, that's, it, it, it's just a slippery slope to regulating these things though, because it's, this is a group that by all all legal purposes and, and by law, mm-hmm. they can't be directed by the candidate. They can't be directed by the campaigns. Yes, they can't have sure. communication with the campaigns. So why do we get to tell this unaffiliated group of free individuals that they can't pull money and spend it on whatever message they want to spend it on. I understand it is a slippery slope. However, that is the reason I think people also to be a congressman or woman, to be a senator, you have to have a large enough like personal financial ability to contribute because what they make does not provide for them to have two homes, which are necessary for them going back and forth to their constituents. Yeah, no, I would be all for congressional dorms. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. You want to serve in public office. I also, you know, we talked about this earlier when we were talking about boards of organizations over dinner. Um, But I feel like our, like, I think there is a benefit to longevity, and I do think there's something beautiful of the relationships that you create in Congress that help you establish and push laws and et cetera. But I I would love to see a law pass that, first of all, when you turn 75, you're out. And go be a grandparent. You've earned it. Be a grandparent. Please retire. And... Um, I think you serve, you know, if you're a senator, you get three terms and then you're off a term and you can come back. I had no idea. You were such an ageist. I am an ageist and I, I'm unapologetic. Why? uh, How are you okay with discounting that level of wisdom and experience? I get, I'm with you on term limits. We've talked about it on here before. Sure. I get why the founders didn't like the idea of term limits. I get why they didn't institute term limits. Um, they were incredible students of human nature. Sure. Um, they, the reason that we have, um, you know, um, it's late and we haven't had enough Jacko go. And it's been a long day, but there, there's a reason we have separation of powers. It, it's entire, the entire concept is based on human jealousy. Yes. Uh, and the human ego. Yeah. And that's why they thought that the branches would Need keep each other in each check. Other. Right. Um, but uh, where there was a miss is they just couldn't imagine 
that somebody would like want to be a politician for life. Correct. Like who would want to be here doing this? Correct. They didn't foresee people like FDR. They didn't foresee people exactly. like Joe Biden, like Bernie Sanders. Yes. Um, like I'm blanking on anybody from the right who's been around that long. I'm sure there's been some. Sorry. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Mitch has been there a long time. Yeah. So, um, and so they didn't want to artificially deprive the people of the right person for the job at the right time. Right. Like if this is the best person for the job, Correct. you're going to say, no, you can't do it just because of some arbitrary number. That was the thought process. But right. I, I'm past that. I, I'm I'm with you on on that. Let's do term limits. Yes. Um, but I, I know this at, uh, you know, the numbers have been big in the house this week. Mm. The, the you know, the wife's yeah. crossed into a new decade. I got here a little bit ahead of her. The the amount of. Um, both knowledge and wisdom, the amount of raw information and wisdom that I have over 30-year-old me and 20-year-old me is, immense. is exponential. 30-year-old me, I know this when I talk to 30-year-olds, wouldn't even want to hear it, wouldn't believe it. It's almost right. incapable of hearing it and understanding it. I'm like, no, 30-year-old you, think about 18-year-old you and what an idiot 18-year-old you yes. was. Correct. Right? That does not stop. You don't stop gaining that perspective. You don't stop gaining that wisdom. It's true. But my the reason I'm an ageist is because I've studied psychology and the brain, Carol. And if you're going to be able to pass an objective cognitive test, fine. Um, but I do not believe that most of elderly people can and also the rigors of what it takes to actually sustain these all night long marathon voting sessions that they have usually once a month, at least they have them. I just think it's time to go be a grandparent. Nah, I can't go with you on this one. Okay. That's fine. I, I, if, if they're, if they're up for it um, now, there's a very real conversation mm. that needs to be had about issues around say, Cognitive dementia, um, but but barring that, that uh, I'll take that wisdom experience seven days a week. Okay, seven days a week. I mean, I kept... again not for an extended period of time, sure. and I don't want you to start in say your thirties and then reach your your eighties, which is a little bit uh, hypocritical of what it's I'm saying super right now. But, of what you're saying, very um, hypocritical. I'm saying I. You want to run right. in your you you turn eighty in office and it's your second term and your and that's the, your last term. Sure, I'm okay with that. It's these it's these lifetime politicians. It's these they they 100 like uh, if you hold federal state office, you shouldn't be able to own individual stocks. No, you shouldn't be able to participate in the stock market. Any investments you do have should be held in a in a blind mm -hmm. trust. Um, you know this stuff like with the with the Pelosi's and again. Like Nancy's just been in the news a lot for it. Um, right. You know, like Bernie Sanders, people like to pick on his three houses extra. Right. Uh, because of, you know, his, uh, his stance on. Of course. Yeah. Money. Um, yeah, well, just Less. socialism in general. Um, but like we mentioned it now, it's funny to say they don't make much. They make well above the median income of the rest of the country. Not sufficient to have an apartment in D.C. and keep an apartment in your home state, Kale. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's funny because it's I'd love to peg them to the median. Uh-huh. Like 
this is what sure. you make with with a stipend for living. That'd be would be really interesting to do that. But yes. Uh, where I, I'd almost rather cover some living expenses okay. separate from how they're compensated. I'm fine with that. Um, but it is not for for travel. And, like, I just hate doing things that encourage people to break the rules. Correct. Right? Um, like, I've dealt with this with with just trying to build this tiny house in my backyard. Right, right. right? Because this it, because it has... I think the the stove, I think the cooking range mm. is what makes this desert what I'm building is designated as an additional dwelling unit. Okay. Because it's not physically attached to the home, it's okay. not an expansion. Okay. And because it has um again, different municipalities will sure. deem it different ways, but it's like having a range in it where if it was just like a kitchenette with a microwave, mm. even if it had the full bathroom and stuff, it wouldn't be an additional dwelling unit. Oh, interesting. It'd be less regulation, less hassle, less mm. all the stuff we've been filling you in on right, during right. your visit. So what that encourages people to do then mm-hmm. is not put in the stove. Exactly. Bend the rules. Put in all cabinets. Mm. Don't put a breaker. Right. For an oven, for a cooking range right. in your breaker box. Don't put a 220 outlet in the wall. Right. But there's 220 cable running from your breaker box to that point in the wall. Exactly. And there's a coil of it sitting behind the drywall. Yeah. And when all your inspections and everything is done, then you which, hey, center, City of Winter Springs, you know, after all the crap we've, I guess now you all know where I live. I don't know if I ever say that on here, but um, like, that's not what we're doing. Right. But I almost wish we had, like it incentivizes lying to them because they make it so overly burdensome where then once everything's said and done and all the inspectors are gone and everything's signed off on, you put a a breaker in the box, you terminate the wall, you you put your stove in and you're you're good to go. Same reason the founders didn't, didn't like our, the constitution initially intentionally Mm -hmm. banned income tax. Because yes. it makes a nation of liars. It does. Taxes are due. Cool. How much do I owe you? Well, I don't know. Depends on how much you make. Right, right. Do you know how much I owe you? Sure. Cool. Can you tell me how much? No, you've got to tell us. And if it doesn't match, you're screwed. You're screwed. I know. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's criminal. Yeah. But it incentivizes lying. It incentivizes a black market. It incentivizes yeah. paying under the table. It incentivizes yeah. working for cash. Yeah. These are all true statements, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, where where I'm going with that is... Where things get tricky, so it's there. None, there's not easy solutions to any of these, but that doesn't mean mm. we shouldn't shouldn't pursue solutions because it's like okay, well, um, we won't increase the compensation because mm. you jokers seem to be overpaid versus the, what the rest of us are getting anyways. Um, but like, we'll cover work related travel. Mm. Okay, so I'm gonna go on a trip to Hawaii, but I'm going to give a work related speech while I'm there. Now that's a work trip. That's the kind of crap that happens. And there's also like you do want your best and brightest mm-hmm. you do. doing this. You want your best and brightest. You do. Those are people who can be highly compensated mm-hmm. in outside fields. Right. Um, so you don't want to disincentivize them participating. But then also like what I want is civil servants. Like I want somebody who wants to serve. I want somebody who is willing to go, yeah, I could make more money elsewhere. In these discussions on here, I always go to the show West Wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the politics of that show were not written for me. Still right. loved it. Right. And I I remember 
it might be the very first episode. But when the character Toby mm-hmm. goes to the character CJ to recruit her to come and work for the Bartlett campaign. Right. Actually, it wasn't the first it's episode. Not, it's a couple seasons But, in. Yeah. Um, you know, she's asking Flash him, back. you know, Toby, is he a good man? You know, right. all this. And he asked for me. Toby's lying. The president hadn't. Toby just wants her. Um, and, you know, she asked, what's it pay? And I can't remember what he says, but it's like sub six figures or something right. even. Um and he's like, what are you making now? And she's at some ad agency and she's making, making like $500,000 a year or something. Right. But CJ goes anyways, because here's this guy he believes in telling her this guy's the real deal. He's a good man. Yes. He's the kind of person we would want to be yes. president. So I didn't like CJ's politics. I didn't like Bartlett's politics in that fictional show. I love that CJ did like, that's who I want to go serve. That's who, that's who I want as a press secretary. I don't care if it's my president or not. Give me the, the highly skilled, highly talented press secretary who gave up six figures, who isn't going to leave that job to go sign a seven figure deal at a revolving door at Fox news, at CNN, at MSNBC, at whatever. Right. right? Um, That isn't taking it, just to, okay, yeah, I'll take the pay cut because I'm going to parlay it into a raise in two years, three years, whatever. Um, I want, like, whoever, left, right, that's who I want to serve. Yeah. And that's not, it's not what we get. Again, painting with a, a broad brush, I think there are people there who are awesome and who yes. are, are there to serve. Um, I think it's really hard not to get corrupted yeah, by that machine. Yeah. Um, well, power is contagious. Yeah. And, and very attractive. But all that to say, so it is, it's tough to be like, no, we need to give them this amount of money because of what we're asking of them. And yeah, this is way more than I think the median income is like 41,000 or something mm-hmm. around there right mm-hmm. now. And so, yeah, they're getting paid. I don't even know what it is now, like 250, 275 a year, something like that. I thought it was 125. It's, it's, I don't know. It's crept up over the years. Maybe right. it's 175. Um, but so to, to the half of a, the country because that's how the median works, that's making mm-hmm. less than $41,000 a year. Correct. It's massive. They're like, oh, they've got all this money. Right. But Correct. they need to have a residence in their home state. They need to have some place to sleep and cook food and hang their clothes mm-hmm. in D.C. They've got to travel back and forth. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you, you've got to make some allowances there. But to it, when you have members of Congress in either house, um, who have outplayed the brightest minds in the market mm-hmm. to increase their wealth. Yeah. Uh, it's sketchy. So. Yeah. You should, you should never be able to, if you have served, if you've been president, if you've been a Senator, if you have been, you should hang on, let the libertarian in me think this through prima facie. I like the idea that you should never be able to be, a lobbyist. Oh, for sure. That's an easy, for sure. I'm trying to think if this, this violates basic natural rights. Huh? I don't know. I like it on the face. Uh, man, we might be running into some free speech issues there. There's so many issues. That's the thing to me. It's just like to regulate morality is really hard. You know, it's just, could we all just be better humans without mandating it? All legislation, like 
unless you're a true anarchist, mm. which is a very small percentage of people, like no one's for no legislation or no government. Very few, Correct. very few people are genuine for genuine anarchy. All legislation mm. is legislating someone's morality. I understand. So it's finding the appropriate line. And really the appropriate line is, and this is what's gotten tougher, is that line would, would be the major things we could all agree on. Mm-hmm. And there used to be, like even um, like legislating religion, right. the, you can find references in the founders' writings to the mm-hmm. American religion. And they didn't mean Christianity. What they meant one was these tenets of all the major religions that everyone agreed on, on. Um, that we there is a creator right. that we're judged after this life. All, all these things that encourage you to be a better member of society, so, to be a, a better contributing member of society. Right. Um, and so they were okay mm. with with that. Right. Um, and so it, but that. It's tougher to find those big common areas to put that line of legislating morality on. Yeah, it's true. Uh, now, because part of what's what feels so different, though, I mean, the nation's been really, really divided before. We just weren't around for it. So it's like Correct. when these cycles come around and you're in them, it's the first time you're in them, it's not necessarily the first, the first time it's you. happened. Yeah. But man, it just seems like it just used to be the differences were more minor. Mm. And there was still. Um, just a common belief system, and we shared common values. Right. And man, at like where the divisions lie now, mm-hmm. like the values are different. The values are different. It's true. The values are different. They're very different. It's a unique time in society. Boy, they've been. I mean, they've been different before. I always like if you go back and look at the election of eighteen hundred. Which was Jefferson Adams? It was nasty. Like it was bad. Yeah. Yes. As bad as anything. Right. We see now. Yes. And Hamilton did not pick the president. It was a tiny little man who fought people in the chambers with his little Lin- poker. Lynn Manuel is going to be devastated. I'm to sorry, hear this. Lynn. I love you, Lynn, but it was not Hamilton. <laughs> That's the one. Like I love the production of Hamilton. Mm. I. It just overplays Hamilton's role. <laughs> But speaking of Hamilton, this is, I said this to your wife and she had no idea. So now I'm going to tell you and the podcast listeners, did you know that back in uh, middle of January, there was a church in Texas who put on a production of Hamilton, but they changed all the lyrics to Christian lyrics. So of Jesus was like the savior of it, of the, of the whole play. And mm-hmm. they, they produced this, they, they put it on, like yeah. there's pictures and clips online. Of course, Lynn sued the crap out of them. Right. But stuff like this, I just think. Why? Yeah. Why Why do Christians do this stuff, Gail? It's embarrassing. Well, there's a few and things hilarious. going on there. Yes. I'm like. <laughs> but as, did you know? As a Christian. Yeah, I heard about okay. it. Okay. And I heard and saw some of the footage and <laughs> uh, all I can say is bless their heart. Yeah. Um. So listen, as <laughs> as a believer, as a Christian, um, I've worked for churches. Yeah. I've sat on a church board. Um. Let's cut it out. Um, well, I mean, let's just cut it out. Also, Lynn, right? Grow up, man. That didn't take a dime out of your pocket. There was no financial harm. It it didn't do anything 
to there was just like it it didn't degrade the way anyone viewed Hamilton and the property of Hamilton. That and here's matter. my other thing. That's his he, personal property. Okay. I'm on Lynn's side. Okay, sure. Fair. I'm saying he could. Again, this goes back to the dude carrying the long rifle at a riot. Could Whatever. doesn't mean you should. Uh, it's just a petty look, and I'll tell you why. If we want to go back all the way back to this DA Bragg mm. in New York, okay. okay, then be consistent. So when a video blows up of guys spoofing one of your songs, acting it out, to Rudolph. Okay, fine. Did you see that video? Of course I did. It's, I loved it's it. It's fantastic. Yes. Did Lynn sue them? No. Okay. It's a fair then point. Then bite me. Okay. Okay. Right? Like. Okay. It's true. You you pick and choose what what bothers you that you want to engage in. Yeah. Which we all do. Yeah. But anyways. So cool. You want to be that protective of your intellectual property. Mm. I get it. And particularly... If somebody's profiting off it. Now, maybe that that video. Right. Which look this up, listeners. It's fantastic. It, it's to here comes the um, general. But yes. it's Santa or yeah. is it Rudolph? Uh, it's I San- think it's Santa. I, yeah, Santa Rudolph. And Rudolph whatever. is the main singer. Yeah. It's amazing. It's excellent. Um, but so maybe that got demonetized. Maybe mm-hmm. they made no money off of it. This church wasn't making any money off of this production. They probably lost money on it. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't man. know the church. Could have driven up tithe. Um well, okay, having been party to productions like this at churches, uh, not quite to this level of theft of intellectual property, um, like you're not charging for tickets. You're not charging admission. Mm. Maybe you're taking up an offering. Sure. Um, uh, it's If you're doing it at any scale, it's rare to see it cover costs, and I've done it at scale. Right. Um, so who knows? Um, but like, okay, so just be consistent. Shut mm-hmm. down, shut down the Christmas guys. Right. He won't. Right. Because that'd be a. Now I thought Lynn got canceled, anyways. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, because for like, um, was it in the was in the Heights his? Yeah, of course it's his. There wasn't enough uh, dark skinned Latin representation in that, and Hamilton didn't go far enough to condemn. Um, oh, I saw slavery. Racism and slavery. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't I even keep that. up with the cancellations. Yeah. There's so Lynn was on the outs. Yeah. He, um, I remember that. Gwen Stefani was on the outs uh, wow. because of referring to herself as a Harajuku girl. If I even said that right, I'm probably canceled now, too. Probably you're canceled. She meant it in the sense of like identifying with. Okay. I get it. Which Everyone's let's be honest, to- let's listen, Harajuku people. Um, no one in this country would know that you existed without Gwen Stefani, and that's a statement of fact. So you should be thankful. Is but also, here's what we've learned from th- from this: it probably wasn't anyone from Japan or who, involved in Harajuku culture who would take any issue with what Gwen Stefani said. Yeah, that's what's hilarious. It is when you see these videos. I want to say, gosh, what's what's the kid's name? I don't like everything he does. Will something or other. He was, was he doing stuff with PragerU? He'd go to like a college campus. Okay. In like overtly, like over the top characterized. Okay. Like Chinese, Chinese garb. Oh, okay. I don't know. Or Mexican garb, sombrero and a, okay. you know, okay. whatever. Asking random college students, mm. usually white. Okay. Is this offensive? Mm. Not exclusively white. Yes. They're all deeply offended. Interesting. It's cultural appropriation. It's mockery. Mm. Then he'd 
go in his costume to Chinatown to mm-hmm. to a, a heavily Latin area. Do you find this offensive? No, I think it's awesome. No, I think it's hilarious. Right. No, it's whatever. Or you know, you go out. Uh, what's the battle cry always when? Hey, we should we should require ID. You should mm-hmm. have to provide ID to vote. Right. What's the immediate battle cry? It's that's racist. It's not fair. Why is why is it racist? What do they say? Because they can't get an ID. Right. Right. But, Which is but you drive nothing other than soft racism. Right. I know. Oh, those poor minorities. Right. They can't even figure out how to get an ID. I know. I know. Is the statement that they're making. I know. I don't agree. So like you can find these men on the street interviews. Right. Going into largely black neighborhoods. Mm. Do you know anyone that doesn't have an ID? No. Who doesn't have an Everybody has an ID. Exactly. Like you start to ask them th- and they find the premise ridiculous and insulting. Because it is. It's goofy. Yeah. Also, um, nobody thinks it's like the rental car industry is racist. Right. Nobody thinks the airline. Well, okay. Uh, you can't say nobody anymore. That's true. But I'm like, nobody's like, no, you shouldn't have to prove who you are to rent a car. You shouldn't have to prove who you are to buy a plane ticket. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to prove who you are or your age right. to buy alcohol yeah. or tobacco products. Right. None of that's racist. I know. I know. But voting, arguably, the most dangerous thing we do. and important thing that we do as citizens of this country. Yeah. No, no. It's racist. I know. Why? Oh, because it would increase the security of our elections. I know. Yeah. It's insane. I very much want to reduce voting everywhere. I don't, I'm very leery of mm. federal overreach. Okay. into election law. Mm. Again, the founders were geniuses, flawed men, but geniuses. And the reason they left a lot of election law to the states is it secures the election. Yeah. You can't hack one system and throw a federal election. You can't do it because they're different. Um, but I would love to see early voting go away. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the Dropbox voting go away. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, if you, if you can't substantiate, um, like military service or medical cause, you should have to vote on election day. Yeah. You should have to vote in person. Yep. I'm, I'm open to all kinds of things to make that possible. Right. Extend voting hours. Yeah. Give them the day off. Like in Israel, you get in Israel <coughs> every, every time they have an election, you do not work. Nobody works that day. Yeah. And you're um, like, and you have to be present. Yeah. So my friends, if they're out of the country on vacation, they can't like do a mail-in ballot early. They, you just, you're done. Yeah. And I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Do Make it. it a federal holiday. Yeah. Or do some sort of subsidy. Employers, you don't have to give people the day off. If you allow them the opportunity to go and vote on election day, during business hours, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they have a, a time-stamped ballot. You provide right. a copy of that. Right. Your your compensate. You have a tax credit. You have whatever. Yeah. Well, it will compensate you mm-hmm. for that. Um, but we should know yeah. the night of, if not the following morning, who, the who won the election in this country. It's a joke. It is really. We're not a first world country. We are the first world country, yeah. and it is a joke. It's pretty embarrassing. And you know what? After the Bush v. Gore election mm-hmm. in Florida right. being you guys got your crap together. the butt of all the jokes. 
Dude, our elections here run flawless now. I know. Never an issue. I know. It's insane. Why, it's why not do we hard. not do this? I it's know. not hard. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be these stupid computers, mm-hmm. these hackable digital mm-hmm. stations. doesn't have to be any of that. Mm-hmm. I show up in my county. I show my ID. Mm-hmm. They give me the ballot mm-hmm. for, that applies to my races. I bubble it in. It goes into a machine like every Scantron test we all took ever. Yep. It tallies the votes. And if there's any question when it's all said and done, the original ballots are retained. Yep. When I check in, I sign, I give them my signature. They compare it to the signature on file. Yep. After seeing my ID. Yep. Bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. Yep. There we go. It's not hard. I know, Kale. I know. I don't disagree with you. It boggles the mind. Kills me. Yeah. It's pretty insane. So, all that to say, this okay. probably wasn't the crime to charge Donald Trump with. This probably... Circle back. As the kids say, this ain't it. This is not the one. This is not the one. Yeah. A full circle moment. I, I'm actually impressed with you. Yeah. Good job. And I say that, I don't want him to run. Nobody does. I would prefer him not be in the primary. I certainly don't want him to be the nominee again. And I'm terrified that if mm-hmm. he's not the nominee... That he will run as an independent and split the vote. Yeah, screws everybody. Um, but yeah. that doesn't mean I I want him bogusly charged with a, a trumped up crime. I know. No pun intended. Yeah. 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 It's very disappointing and insane. Israel, you you tend to be our our go to for Israel news. Israel's mm-hmm. been in news one, like Netanyahu was out. Maybe he was in legal trouble. Mm-hmm. Now he's back. Maybe he's back. I don't understand. He's Arnold. I'll be back. These countries that have it, it we're always like, oh, the problem is this two party system. Mm. Uh, okay, you know what also sucks? All the more than two party <laughs> systems. You think it's tough to govern with two? Try to govern with seven or fifteen right. or twenty eight or whatever. Like, go ahead and try to cobble together a government. So that's why it's like so weird. Yeah. Uh, for uh, the Yanks when we hear like, oh, this government dissolved and we've got to have another election. I'm like, but right. it's not election time. Right. But we've got to have, it's just crazy it to me. It is crazy. So BB's back and BB's he back. was looking to make some changes to the judicial system over there. And people had some thoughts. People had, um, yeah, in the hundreds of thousands of thoughts. What was actually going on? Um, yeah. So basically BB said, um you know, and there's conjecture for why he said this, but he wanted to pass a law that basically would eliminate the rights of the Supreme Court in Israel to function as a Supreme Court. So they don't have exactly the three party, like, you know, we have legislative, judicious, and um, executive branches here in the U.S. They don't have that exactly. However, their Supreme Court serves as a check and balance as well. So to enact a law that would eliminate their ability to do that basically means whoever's the prime minister can do whatever he wants as a dictator. Okay. I'm summarizing this, but this is the gist. So it would be like Biden saying, and having the ability, he owns both the Senate and the house, which doesn't happen right now. He only has the Senate, but let's say Biden had all of them to pass a law and say, whatever I say and do will pass. The Supreme court has no say in it. I am the Supreme law of the land. So, 
I think people would freak out on both sides. Of course, the Republicans would lose their minds. But I think even in America, I don't know that the Democrats would be happy with that because then whoever is in power has that power, right? We like that there's the checks and balances, or I do at least. So needless to say, yeah, Israelis did not like this. They uh, protested in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, across the nation. Um, But specifically, the main highway in Tel Aviv, uh, the Ayalon, was completely filled with people. There was no cars on it for days. And uh, then you had the defense minister who said this was a really bad idea, and he was uh, politely escorted out of his office by Bibi. So that was a big issue if you can't have people speaking against you and you remove them from their positions. It came uh, to a head, and Bibi said, well, I'll pause for you know a hot second on enacting this, and let me listen to the other coalitions in a parliamentary system. Coalitions, you live and die by your coalitions. Yeah. So he paused things. So it's paused at the moment. Um, they're having a lot of conversations. And yeah, Benny Getz, who's the leader of kind of the opposition party, who was the prime minister for a hot second in the in-between BB years, um, you know, there's just people are not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going on. Meanwhile, the country is kind of literally blowing up, not just uh, metaphorically, but literally. And you know, it often happens on the high holidays. There's there's some skirmishes because um, it's the high holidays, so it's a it's a it's a tense time. But right now, you have Ramadan going on to so the Muslim high holiday, the holiest month. You have Pesach, which is the uh, Jewish uh, Passover in English. So they're you know ten day holiday of being rescued out of Egypt and slavery. And then you have the Christian Palm Sunday and Easter all coalescing in the same time, which doesn't happen every year because both uh, Muslims and Jews follow the, uh, I'm forgetting the calendar that we don't use in America, whatever it's called, I forget. So uh, it's not normal that they're all are on the same exact time, but they are at the moment. So yeah, um, there's been a lot of issues this past week in the news on in the Alaska mosque um, property in Jerusalem. Israel has stormed it twice. So uh, that's that's been a mess. But even yesterday when we are recording this, so Friday, uh, for you listening on Monday, on Friday of last week, there was a terrorist attack in Tel Aviv, and it's the first time a tourist was killed in, I, I don't even know how many years, 20, 30 plus years. And, um, which I would assume they try to avoid in general. At all costs. Yeah. But this was a car ramming, um, from what I read, uh, in Tel Aviv in uh, close to my neighborhood where I lived. So yeah, in Gaza's shooting off rockets at Lebanon shot and Syria shot into Northern Israel. So it's not a great time right now in the nation. And it's just so sad. I mean, the reality is, and I think I said this one of the episodes I was on maybe a year and a half ago when there was a war two years ago, whenever we talked about it, um, it's the civilians that are paying the price on both sides. And it's just very sad as someone who lived in Israel for over five years and has many Arab and Jewish friends. It's really heartbreaking when things like this happen. Um, but yeah, with Bibi, I've, I've never liked Bibi. And um, I'm very concerned for my friends in that country if he passes what he wants, because it, it essentially eliminates any check uh, to their governmental system. 
And the main reason I think he wants to pass it is he's, uh, you know, facing his own prosecutions. And so he wants the ability to get himself off the hook. Yeah. Like carte blanche. He can, you know, be king of his own kingdom. And it's just, again, really despicable to me when people who should be leading and serving their people are hoarding power and consolidating power and then playing the victim. Yeah. Which is what he did when, um, so it's, it's just despicable well, to me. And on, on similar lines and to similar effect and I, I've been waiting, this is an original thought to me, okay. um, for, um, people to, to say the quiet part out loud, but I saw clips of AOC mm. ever a fount of wisdom, um, in an interview with Anderson Cooper. I don't know if it was recent or mm. if, if it's older and I just happened to see the clips this week mm. and I didn't catch like what judicial ruling she was talking about, Okay, but explaining to Anderson Cooper that she, she believed the administration should just ignore the ruling. Wow. Which is an argument for just a complete breakdown of the rule of law. Mm -hmm. That's not how it goes. Right. That's not how it works. Right. Yeah. There's laws for a reason. And yeah. let's, let's abide by them as much as we can, please, for the love of everything. Can we just be good people? <laughs> and it's like, Hey, representative, mm. if you don't like half of the reason why, um, there, there's like conflicting issues in rulings and why things have to get appealed and go up to higher courts and work the way to the Supreme Court is because of really poorly written legislation mm. that's overly ambiguous, which yes. sometimes they do intentionally Correct. because they want to leave as much leeway Regal for room. executive law, yes. which is not a thing, right? but for executive law, right. like the ATF deciding they've just changed their mind on something like pistol braces for long guns. And now 14 with the stroke of a pen at the ATF, who again is uh, a part of the executive branch, mm. which does not get to legislate. Mm. The ATF just decides to make 14 million Americans, give or take felons. Mm. Um, no, that's the whole idea behind there's this federal register. So mm. when these agencies, you know, the idea is Congress writes the laws, mm -hmm. the executive signs it. Uh, well, not just signs it, but Enacts like it. you have to enact it. You have Correct. to enforce it unless Correct. it's a border law, evidently. Um, and then if there's any question about the enforcement, that's what the judicial's for. It's very right. logical. The yes. Constitution's written in that order. Yes. Um, you've got to have the laws yes. to enforce the laws. And you need somebody to arbitrate the laws. Right. Um, so they leave this ambiguity. And so then it's to the executive and to these agencies, and we've created more and more throughout mm. our, our history, um, to decide, to, to make the rules. Okay. Like how does this law work in actuality? Mm. And so that's where, you know, they publish these things in the federal, federal register. And if mm. they're not challenged, um, over a certain period of time, then they basically have the effect of law, these rules. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just a freaking nightmare there's, there's so much more executive quote unquote legislation, which it, that's an oxymoron. It doesn't exist, uh, that affects and rules over our lives than appropriate legislation 
uh, out of the actual legislative branch. But uh, Congresswoman, if you don't like it, write better laws. Right, right. Yeah. Or just stop mm-hmm. meddling. Like I'd love a constitutional amendment that like, if you want to pass a law, you have to eliminate two. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like every time they pass some new, new bill, some new law, right. we're less free. I know that. Every time. Yeah. How, how many more bills do we need? How much more legislation is needed? Look at what all is on the book. Yeah, it's insane. Look at how many federal regulations they are. Right. How many more do we need? Mm, mm. And you look at a, a state like the Great Republic of Texas where, like, ha, like, we don't need Congress in our lives so much that they need to be meeting right. all the time. Right. The legislature in Texas meets every other year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because we don't need – what you don't need to. Interesting, yeah. Get together occasionally, make some minor course corrections, mm-hmm. and carry on. Right, right. Interesting. Hey, is anything not quite working right since the last time we were here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this thing's a little whatever. Interesting. All right, we got any ideas to fix it? Hmm. Anybody got any good ideas to fix it? Right. No good ideas? All right, well, I mean, that's the best we can do right now. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Yes. Hmm. Okay, I need to think about this. So, but that's the thing, that whole, oh, you don't like the court ruling, right? so you should just ignore it. I know. From a sitting congresswoman. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. New York, do better. You got a lot of people in that state. Do yeah, better. With people on both sides of the aisle up there. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, after all this, let's get to the news that matters, though. There was something that dropped. Right as we were recording. Just before we started recording. Literally. You audibly exclaimed. It was an exclamation. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is what the podcast is about now. Listen. what do you want to tell the people? By now, it's old news. Yeah. But right as we were about to record, Taylor Swift and Joe broken up. You know what that means? That means, Kale. New music. In about a year and a half, we are going to have some fire new songs. Fire new songs. It's actually kind of sad. You know, we love Taylor up where I live because I, I think you know this, but maybe you don't. But she grew up about 15 minutes from where I grew up. Sounds about right. I know all her cousins. I've been to the grandparents' tree farm. You know, she'll come back to visit quite often. Um, and so we're just big Taylor fans in that part of Pennsylvania because that's her home area. And um, anyways, they were together almost eight years. It's kind of sad. Uh, I had no idea. I, I don't know who Joe is. I don't want to know yeah, yeah. who he's, Joe is. He's an actor, a blondini from okay. from Britain. I also okay. Well, I guess we'll 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 circle back to blondini, and you can explain to me what that oh, is. A blonde. Sorry, he's okay. A blonde. Just a blonde. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Uh. And I also just based on the the reputation, because obviously there's like there's many jokes made. About Taylor and her past relationships right. and how it generates. I love uh, that you used reputation new, to say that. New music. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like I, I had no idea she had managed a long-term relationship. I, I thought it was just a, a trail of, of broken hearts. Well, let's be honest, everywhere. podcast. I, I said this and Kale's just like, I didn't even know she was dating. So, yes. No, she. they've been together almost eight years. It's about seven and a half years they've been together and... They kept it very quiet on purpose. Um, but, yeah, now they're broken up. He just couldn't handle the the new tour schedule, I, I guess. guess huh? I guess not. 
I guess not. So, yeah, I'm kind of sad for her, if I'm honest. But also, we're going to have some great songs. <laughs> it's just flashback, too. I love the movie A Knight's Tale. Yes. It's a sleeper classic. It's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love the Chaucer character. Amazing. I love that actor whose name escapes me at the moment. Oh, I apologize. Yes. Glorious. Mm-hmm. And I love when they bail him out from the gambling guys yet again. Mm-hmm. And he threatens to eviscerate them in prose. And he's like, my embarrassment lasted right. for a day. Yours will last for all eternity. And I'm like, oh, poor Joe, whoever you are. I don't yeah. know if you wronged Taylor or if she wronged you. But I know that what you, what she thinks you have done to her will live on. Forever. In infamy. I know. Someday. Uh, had this thought recently. I can't remember what we were listening to. But, like, you think about the music when we were, I mean, I can't picture your parents listening to classic rock. Mm-mm. But, like, if they were classic rock listeners, like, if you were right. a kid riding around in the old family truckster mm. in the back seat and your parents were listening to classic rock, right. the music that would have been playing. Mm-hmm. The music that we consider right. our music right. is that age now. Yes. Our music is the classic rock now. I know. And poor Joe, whoever you are out there, my blonde European friend, mm-hmm. someday some kid's going to be riding in a car and their mom is going to be singing along to your lyrical evisceration. It's true. And I cannot wait. Now, as a non, I don't dislike Taylor. I'm That's not fine. that person. That's fine. Uh, and I don't need to act like I, I dislike her to sell my masculinity. Mm. I'm fine with my masculine bona fides. So okay. I like some stuff. I don't like others. Mm. I'm not the target market. That's mm. fine. I get it's not just teeny bopper stuff now. It's not good. unlike the Harry Potter series. It's aged. Yes. Um, I find the, uh, you know, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Catchy. Great. Catchy. I'm with you. Yes. Uh, as a country music fan, liked her first album feel like it's a little disingenuous now that I know that she was from like, uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever, but obviously based on the rest of her career, it was in disingenuous anyways. And I still kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I call yeah. balls and strikes. I like some of the music. I don't like the rest of it. I'm not really a pop music guy. You're not. Anyways. Uh, I think she's at least got some actual musical talent. She's very talented. Uh, she doesn't seem to take herself too seriously. Like she's fine to be the butt of a joke and yeah. ads and things like that. So I'm down for that. Um, but so like to listen to her songs, mm-hmm. like she's been wronged yes. by all those. Guys. Now, like what's, what's, what's the T? Is that the right way to put it here? Like, right. is she just a pill or. I don't know that I could say she's been wronged by all of them because like, the songs that she's written about Harry, you know, from One Direction, they're not you horrible human that did this I, to me. I love how you just, as a throwaway, you're like, you know, from One Direction. No. Well, I no, know. I that's, don't know. That's why I said it, because I was like, you don't you know. even know. He's famous in his own right. Yeah, she wrote two songs about him. Now, I know who, this isn't Harry Styles. Yes, I vaguely it's know. Harry Styles. Oh, it's the same guy. Same guy. They were together. Or is he a guy? He is. What um, is he now? I don't, okay. Fair enough. Does I'm he not just sure. like the weird clothes or is he? I don't know. But they broke up. Okay. She wrote two songs and they're not like you bad dude. Yeah. They're really just nice songs. Song. Yeah. Okay. And I would say also she dated the the guy Taylor from um, Twilight for a hot second. He's the werewolf character. Okay. Jacob. Okay. And that song isn't like you're a bad guy. It's just we're not together anymore. Not, you know. So is the sad. only one she was really kind of mean to. She like John. She was kind of mean to John Mayer, she right? Was John. She Which was mean to John. listen, 
I don't have a hard time believing it. Right. Now, also, I, I'm why not. Why is I'm, homeboy going after her? He's like 85 years older than her. It's a little gross. She was 19 when they were together. It's a little slimy. I have. I just want to be honest. No, I, I love John Mayer. I can't. Under, I have no idea but, what his age is. I don't know how old John Mayer is. I don't want to know. I want to know. Um. Well, and of course, like we need to know what it was comparatively oh, to what she that. is don't now. Worry. Um. Now, unlike not being as familiar with Taylor Swift's catalog, I do mm-hmm. adore John Mayer, and even with that being the case. I have no problem believing. 12 years. 12 years difference. So she's 19. He's like 30. What is that? Okay. So the the rule is half your age plus seven. Right. That's the rule. Right. So he would have been, it's a 12-year difference. She was 19. My phone died. I can't do the math. I can't do it on the fly. I can't do the math at all. Okay. You're using my calculator. All right. So... As my students know, I don't do He would math. have been 31. She was 19. Uh-huh. Half his age would have been 15 and a half-ish. Uh-huh. Plus seven. So he's within the margin of error. I still don't no, like it. No, it would have. It's uh, outside. It was below. 22 and a half would it's have disgusting. been the, the bottom end. Yeah. yeah, that's disgusting. I don't, I don't espouse the math of half your age plus seven, but that's just what's out there. I like that. Yeah. I'm waiting for my half my age plus seven man. Swooping. <laughs> <laughs> so not my not my son. Really. To be, I want to be very clear. I wasn't trying to make a love connection there. Just trying to mock Becca's feminine sensibilities. Oh that my was all gosh. I was trying to do. Uh, I said feminine. I meant feminist. But of course, you're not actually right. Not in the common understanding of the term, yeah. anyways. And then there's waves to feminism. There's I don't waves. understand. First wave, love uh, it. Yeah. Second wave, mm, it's okay. Third wave, we've lost it. Yeah. So. Well, it means nothing to be a woman now. It means nothing. It means nothing. I know. You guys don't exist anymore. It's true. It's true. Uh, and it were it not uh, so harmful to so many people, it would be just a gloriously entertaining self-owned by the left. Yeah. Like if ju- you want to talk about swinging the pendulum way too far. Right. Um, just. Yeah. means nothing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. It's true. Well, Taylor, Joe. Sorry, guys. I know. Maybe you can get back. But they weren't married. That would have been no, big news, I right? Think, that would have been like a royal well, wedding. Well, there's like there's there's always been rumors: are they engaged? Are they married? But because sometimes she has worn a plain band, you know, in some pop paparazzi shots. But as far as everyone knows, not married. No. I will say, despite all the scuttlebutt around tickets for this tour that she's on, which seems to have been botched horribly, right? Through no real fault of her own, just a mess yeah, from not hers. Yeah. Um. I've had some friends with tickets. Oh. Actually, uh, Emily McCarthy, yeah. our good friend from GORUCK, went with some friends and saw Tay-Tay in Vegas. Oh, fun. And like the pictures and videos, anything I've seen or heard from this tour mm-hmm. is that it's just insane, mind-boggling spectacle. Well, another cool fun fact, she uh, rehearses for her tour and almost every like major artist that goes on tour in, in the U.S., uh, it's called the Cube in Lidditz, which is literally 20 minutes from my house. And that's where they do all their rehearsals. So yeah. she's there all the time when she was practicing for this tour. But yeah, but my thing, Kayla, is beyond like, you know, the 300 people who can afford the like multi-thousand dollar tickets, you're literally up in the nosebleed section. It's just not attractive to me. I I, I wouldn't pay 
five dollars I'm not to be there. I'm not a concert goer. So. Uh, because I think we all know how I feel about people. Yeah, you're a loser. I make the occasional exception. Tends to be for smaller venues. I'm still not thrilled. I think the last last live concert I went to was probably it was a small venue. I think maybe over in the Tampa area. I went and saw um, Drew Drew and Ellie Holcomb. Nice. So it wasn't Drew Holcomb and the neighbors. It was Drew and Ellie, and they had a band with them, and they were fantastic. Yes. Um, if you're, um, you know, I don't know, like 27 and older uh, white guy, you'll probably adore Drew's music. Amazing. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ellie, they're just so cute. If you like Mumford, if you like yes. Need to Breathe, uh, if you like if you like Dave Matthews, if you like John Mayer, you would probably love Drew, Drew. Holcomb and the Neighbors. Mm-hmm. And they're married and they're uh, they're fantastic. Before that, the last show had Drew. Mm-hmm. This was one of the best live shows I've ever been to in my life. Okay. It was um, Penny and the Sparrow, who I typically lovingly refer to as Penny and the Pigeon. Wow. And I actually refer to them as Penny and the Pigeon. We we did like the my wife's a, a huge Drew Holcomb and Ellie Holcomb mm-hmm. fan, so we did like the VIP meet and greet right, and stuff right. with them. So when we got our picture with them. I'm like, yeah, we just saw you guys with Johnny Swim, amazing, and Penny and the Pigeon. Which when I meet famous people, I try not to fanboy, and I like to get a laugh out of people. And that made Drew laugh, and he's like, yeah, I have to remember that. I'm like, yeah. Uh, but Penny and the Sparrow, fantastic. But that They're show was amazing. Penny and the Sparrow, Johnny Drew Swim. Holcomb and the Neighbors, and Johnny Swim. And it was face-melting. The only way it could have been any better is if it also had it Need to Breathe. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Johnny and Johnny Swim, one of the best concerts always. I always see them when they're in town. And Penny Sparrow is my favorite band. So, I yeah, saw, I love them. I've seen Johnny Swim live twice now, that show. Mm. And then the other one was even, that was at House of Blues, that show. Ooh, nice. Um, not my favorite venue because you can't sit. I actually think we paid for bumped Seating. up tickets in the balcony where there was actually some place to sit. Uh, I'm just a curmudgeon. I, I'm okay with this. Um, but we saw Johnny swim at a smaller venue here in, in if you're in central Florida, you'd know the plaza, um, which okay. has made some national news. Um, uh, we won't touch on it right now, but they hosted a very different show. That's pretty politically charged recently. Um, but uh, we saw them there and it was fantastic it was because it was before they were like massive and before Chip and Joanna gave them their own show and everything. Right. Man, what a talent. Listen, mm. people, if you can see Johnny swim live, go do it, go do it. Just so that, you know, like in your own head that you can experience for yourself that there's no production going on, that they mm. are, that talented that they are that good um it's it's fantastic yeah so those are the last few that i've been to i've actually i love need to breathe i've got a personal connection with them i'm uh Mm -hmm. uh, have been friends with their bass player seth for a long long time he went to school down here uh and i met him while i was going to school and so when they're in town uh i'll go i'll go see need to breathe and support because i love their music yes i'll brave the crowds when need to breathe Mm-hmm. is in town um but there's not much the last big venue i went and saw Bu- we went and saw buble jade and i oh michael um and that was just borderline yeah he's again incredible talent he's incredible but i could see why i that's why i like the full penny sparrow drew johnny swim yeah perfect the one other exception mm. walk off the earth is the best band that most people i've talked to haven't heard of they're unbelievable and they are without fail mm. the best live show. Wow. 
Taylor's this global phenomenon. Mm. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. If if Taylor and Walk Off the Earth were playing the same night and you offered me tickets for free to both, I would pick Walk Off the Earth. Okay. Okay. So much fun. So good. So much talent. Okay. Cool. But otherwise, yeah, same thing. I'm like, if I if you if I go, uh, some people want that like concert experience. And again, I'll make exceptions for the people I'm going with. Sure. But like my wife and I, just to go do that. Right. Not that we don't want the time together, but we could spend the time together in better ways, mm-hmm. which is not me being cheeky. But um, where it's like, so if you, it's if it's kind of with friends, like that's the experience I'm looking right. for. The concert's like secondary. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a background character. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, it's like, and then so it, this is the other thing that drives me nuts. You go to these things now. Mm-hmm. And everybody's watching the whole thing on their phone through their phone screen. I know you could have just watched somebody else's video on YouTube yes. and had the same experience. Yes, and not overpaid for your drinks and your food. Correct. Yeah, it's true. And your parking, and yeah. your and 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 and. Yeah, it's true. So, mm. yeah, okay. uh, that's my take on Taylor. Well, thank you. Her concert looks like an absolute spectacle, mm-hmm. but I won't be going. Me neither. Sorry. That's okay. I'm not, uh, you don't have to apologize. Sorry, Tay Tay. That's okay. I don't feel like your listeners are also needing the apology. Mine are because I have a lot of people that love her. But yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan as an individual. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. think, I, mean, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. We talk about these people like this. I don't yeah. know her. Could yeah. be a piece of crap. I have no idea. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, Hey, we all thought Ellen was mm-hmm. awesome. Like I didn't support all of her beliefs in her lifestyle. Oh, yeah. But we all thought Ellen was like pretty fun, cool, and chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out it's a monster. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Podcast listeners, Carol's not a monster. I want you to know. I'm not. What you see is, what you, you couldn't fake this. You, I sit and talk on this microphone for too long. I think they understand. That's why I love long-form podcasting. No right. one can hide. No, no actor on the planet's that good. Yeah. You can't for stay in character for times. hours on end. It's true. It's true. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's it's a good point. Yeah. That's why I love it. Yeah. That's why I, I, I don't know if I floated this idea on the podcast before. I've certainly said it out loud before. It's getting to where I'm not going to vote for anybody, mm. uh, like primary, federal election, whatever, mm. that hasn't sat down with Joe Rogan first. I would really love that. Let him interview all of them. Let can- him be the uh, moderator I was gonna for say, our debate. Cancel all, of, cancel all the debates. But everybody goes on Joe Rogan. Yeah, it'd be amazing. You'd learn far more about them. You can't. So much. You're you're an hour and a half in. You're out of talking points. I know. You're out. You got to start winging it. Yep. And that's when you get to find out what they really think and what they really like. And if they're really intelligent and if they really understand a subject. Yep. Okay. You had some great one-liners. Yep. Again. Now what? Another great West Wing reference. Yeah. Bartlett's second election. He's in a debate. And the opponent has a great one line about a thing. And he goes, okay, now give us the second line. Exactly. Yeah. What's the thought after that one? Yeah. You don't have it. You don't have it. And you can't fake it sitting with Joe Rogan mm-hmm. for three hours. Can't do it. It's true. That's what I want. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Forget the uh, whatever that committee is that plans the debates. Mm-hmm. Scrap those fools. Right. Send them to Joe. Yeah. Okay. I'm you want to go, go Joe, mm-hmm. go somebody super right, somebody super left. You sit down with all of them, but yep. it's got to be long format. Yep. 
I don't care who's on the left. Mm-hmm. I would love either Ben Shapiro or Megan Kelly for the super right. Mm-hmm. Joe's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It'd be amazing. Did I just fix our country? You might have fixed. Did our I country. just save America? You might have saved America. I think we did it. I know. How can, what else can we say now? I, that's, that's it. I we mean, have to end. We have to end. You don't even need a podcast anymore. This is it. That's the clip. Send it to everybody. I'm going to pay to get a blimp to put that along the beaches yeah. so everyone on the beaches sees it. I'll contact my people who will contact their people yeah. who don't know any people, but we'll get the word out. That's it. That's it. There goes the dream. Well done. So I'll move on to something else now. Okay. Thanks. We did two hours again. Hey. Like that. Just like that. Piece of cake with no talking points. Literally, we had none. And we've been talking for the last three days. So I yeah. was actually curious, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I don't know why I was scared. <laughs> uh, it, I've never, um, uh, some of the regulars, like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. People who I'll hang out with on the regular mm. and we never end up sitting in awkward silence. No. Like so something. Yeah. We'll talk about something. Anything. One thing leads to the next. Yes. There we go. There we go. And here we are. Here we are. Hey, thanks for having me. In the studio. Let's do this again sometime. It was wonderful. So I didn't pay for your plight, but I did cover your Jocko Go. You covered my Jocko Go. And you got a patch. I got a patch. You're not the first to have a Solid Seven Podcast patch, but you are one of the first. I love it. So listeners, if you want your own, they're on the website, solid7podcast.com. They're very nice. The number seven, solid the number seven. Yeah. Some people like do funky shapes and stuff. I don't like that. Mm -mm. They're the standard two by three. Lots of. Lots of things have a mm-hmm. a spot for a patch like that on them now. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, one of our, our other regulars is listening via Patreon right now and uh, pointing out that I still haven't covered a Jocko Go for him. You're absolutely right. I'll I'll make that right, and I'll, I'll get you a patch. So, uh, but Patreon supporters, I'm actually for the current ones. I don't know that I'm going to make a pa- the patch a part of Patreon support, mm. uh, but for those that have been with me already, I'm I'm going to sh- if I if I've got your address, if you put it in the Patreon system, I'm going to send out nice. uh, some of the patches just nice. as a th- as a thanks because the Patreon yeah. supporters are awesome. Uh, one of our newest Patreon supporters, Wendy, her mug shipped out this week. She cool. you might be sipping from it right now. Awesome. Uh, as we listen. So love the supporters. Love when they get to join in live on here. Always a cool experience. Yeah. But uh, visit the website if you haven't already. Solid7podcast.com. Solid, the number seven. You have to spell it all out. Mm-mm. Podcast.com. Links to the latest episodes like this one that you already found without the website. But uh, the new merch is on there. Shirts, hoodies. Uh, the patches are on there. Two different links. Um, I'm not doing like a full-blown online store yet because i'm kind of feeling out some of the merch stuff so i did like a square store for the patches so p- people could get to them and then uh the shirts and hoodies and stuff are on another link but that stuff's there if you want to uh support the podcast and look good doing it there's an nice. option there if you want to become a patreon supporter there's a one-stop link there uh to rate and review the podcast and mm. man that's just the easiest biggest best thing yeah you can people. do to support the podcast whatever app you're listening uh, on right now um, if you're not already subscribed, uh, do that, follow us, um, you know, submit a rating, write a review. That's a huge help, mm. um, to write. We read all of those, um, take them to heart. Uh, and like our review count is, I mean, we're a five star 
podcast. You are a five-star podcast. Um, somebody at some point submitted a four. Don't know who they are. Wow. But I will find you. Uh, but uh, no, those really help with the algorithms. And just uh, sharing on social media, linking back to the podcast, it's all huge. that stuff really uh, helps people to to find us and grow the podcast. But uh, Becca, we love you. We appreciate you. It's so nice to have you here. I love being here. In person. Let's it's just so book fun. it. Like every six weeks, you just, you fly down. Okay. And when we just, we do this. We got to get a little more Patreon support for me to be flying every six weeks. A little bit more. Slightly. So people to put us contribute over that. the. Uh, yeah. But. I, I'm down, as yeah. you know, and and maybe next time I can share some of the stuff that's been going on. We'll see. Yes, let's help. Let's, let's tease it out. But there. Uh, listeners, we love you too. And until next week, we're out. The Solid Seven Podcast is fueled by Jocko Go. Engineered for anyone who wants to get after it in life, pre-meeting, pre-testing, pre-negotiation, or pre-mission. If you're looking for an extra cognitive or physical edge, Jocko Go is your force multiplier. With 95 milligrams of caffeine and zero sugar, the keto-friendly Jocko Go will give you a physical and cognitive boost without the crash that you experience with average energy drinks. Visit JockoFuel.com today, and you can use our promo code SOLID7, that's S-O-L-I-D-7, to get 10% off your order Get on the path and get after it. Oh, and because lawyers exist, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.